On the phone with me right now is a local production manager. Her name is Gina Fowler. She is a TV aficionado because she's like me. We just uh, like to watch whatever's on Netflix and then yak about it. And I thought, you know what, since she's in the industry, then, uh, you know, she's obviously got some, some street cred. So, Gina, welcome to the show. Hi, Judy. <laughs> so I love the, uh, I laugh because the, uh, the the caption for Bloodline, we're not bad people, but we did a bad thing. I'm thinking, <laughs> oh, are we talking the conservatives or are we talking Bloodline? <laughs> What's going on? Exactly. All right. Well, listen, I haven't seen the entire series yet. I'm about halfway through. So oh, I, well, I can't say everything well, I want to okay. say. Well, that's okay. You know, well, we, won't, well, we won't have any uh, spoiler, no spoiler alerts because alert. uh, there may be folks who hear us talking go, wait a second, I want to check that out. But um, I will say that this is Netflix's latest uh, new series, and it's uh, it's very interesting. Why don't you uh, why don't you describe uh, to, to to folks basically what it is? Um, well, it's a story. Of, it's set in uh, Key West, I think. It's in the Keys. I don't know what Key West, mm-hmm. but in the Keys. Um, and it's a family who owns this um, sort of like long-standing local hotel, and they're you know a respected family in town. And um, the black sheep of the family, the long-lost brother, the elder brother, I think he is, comes home and uh, just and you know do you agree they show you a uh well they show you what happens in the very first episode they show you the end there's something very dramatic that happens and you know just uh, just only because i came off of a british show i just finished watching uh, uh broadchurch and uh, a number of BBC shows that I love, but I thought to myself, the first time I saw that, I went, oh, I wonder if the Brits would have revealed their hand like that. What did you think? Did you like the fact that they gave you sort of everything wrapped up in the first episode, or would, would you have preferred if they had done it differently? Um, I, actually, I actually like the whole sort of reverse storytelling. Um, if I'm not mistaken, Bloodlines is created by the same writers who did Damages. Oh, that makes sense. So, did you see Damages? Yes. Yeah, so Damages told the stories in the same way. They show right. you the ending at the beginning. So, what I, although, although it, you know, it's the biggest spoiler alert ever going, oh my God, they kill him? Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, it's interesting to spend, you're spending the series trying to figure out how, how did we get here. So, right. that's the story they're telling you, you know, how did we get here? The same in damages. The first opening scene is just like crazy. You're like, what? How? You know, how did that? How did that happen? Right. And you know what? That's a that's a great analogy. I mean, we're not giving anything away because it's revealed in the first episode. But yes, yes. this black sheep brother. They show you a, a snippet at the very end of episode one where he gets killed, and he gets killed by all of these wonderful people, this very loving family. And um, I will say the other thing that's that's interesting for me is you've got two heavy hitters there. You've got Sam Shepard playing the the patriarch, the father, and then you have Sissy Spacek playing the mother, Sally Rayburn. And I almost thought it wasn't really, uh, we didn't really get to see their, their, their acting chops in a way. It's almost like they were, they were bridled the whole time because they're, um, you know, they're, they are not the main story. It's about this, uh, it's about Danny and young Danny. So uh, do you feel the same way? Do you feel they could have used them a little more? 
Um, well, I mean, the story, I mean, cl- clearly, the, clearly the lead is Kyle Chandler. Um, From Friday Night Lights, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, but then again, um, Sam Shepard's character, the father, is really the catalyst for everything. Um, which, oh, I sh- probably should not reveal that because maybe no, you don't okay. know. No, that's okay. He is the catalyst because he's he, he this is, Yeah, jerk. he sort of is the catalyst for, you know, for a lot, for a lot of things. Um, mainly... I think the, you know the behavior of the who's what, what is what is the name of the what is the name of the guy the, the black sheep of the family what's his name Danny Danny name? Rayburn Danny Danny who's Australian yes. it's, it's, it's by the way I've seen it now so Danny are you did you know that Danny is uh, Ben Mendelsohn is Australian really yes isn't that shocking huh wow yeah. So I get what you're saying. It's really about the family. It's not so much about watching Sissy and uh, and uh, Sam call in, you know, phone in an Oscar performance. But <laughs> at yeah, the exactly. same time, too, yeah, exactly. I'm like, oh, my God, these are major, major actors. Yeah, exactly. Um, and towards um, t- towards the end, Sissy Spacek does have a bit of a bigger part. We get more into her story. So mm-hmm. she eventually gets to come to the forefront. Fantastic. It's, uh, you know, I I think it's really brave of Netflix to uh, invest in something like this, invest in 13 episodes and yeah, throw caution to the wind and give you the whole story in the first episode and then you figure out the pieces. But making that damages analogy is perfect. So uh, on a scale of zero to 10, what Gina, what would you give it? Zero to 10. Um, I would probably give it an eight. Okay, well, you know yeah. what? That's uh, that's not bad yeah. because uh, I'm on IMDb and the average uh, viewer gave it 8.4. Pretty good. And I mean, it doesn't it's not doesn't hurt the eyes either that they're shooting it in uh, in the Florida Keys. I mean, the the, the backdrop is just yeah. amazing. You know what? My only question is this: it, you know, this isn't Streetcar Named Desire shot in the 50s. How come everybody's hot? Everybody's sweating? Oh, it's so hot. <laughs> Don't people have air conditioning for Pete's sakes? They run a hotel. I don't want to stay in a hotel where the fans aren't working. <laughs> hilarious. Yeah, yeah, ex- exactly. It's true. You all, yeah. Well, yeah, it's the key. I mean, I've never been, but I can only imagine that, yes, we're like really hot and humid. Um, and, um, but what, one thing I do have to say about that show is, you know, it really kind of threw me off with the wardrobe. And why is that? The, um, the sister who plays the lawyer. Mm-hmm. Okay, have you seen what she wears to work? Yes, yeah, not, not appropriate. What to work. Not have appropriate. You seen, really? Like, you know, like tank tops and like, you know, little like, you know, wraparound skirts. Really? And totally. flip-flops? You're a lawyer. And then they have the big New York firm come in and they're they're bidding for her. They're like, yeah, you really got to come And she still, she still <laughs> never goes to work in a suit. <laughs> she looks like she's going to work at the local crab shack. <laughs> Really though, like that—that's that's the thing that kind of like took me out just for a second, and it's mm-hmm. the only—it's really one of the only complaints I have about the movie. It's We're so not boring, bad people; just, we just dress badly. Yeah, it, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I know it's the keys, and I know it's hot, and it's yeah, beach life, whatever. But you're a lawyer. I agree. I agree. Anyway, that's about the only thing. 
Bloodline. Uh, like I said, for me, it started out a little bit slow, but I'm only six episodes in. I've been spoiled by all the great BBC productions on Netflix that are six episodes, eight episodes. But yeah, you know what? Exactly. Bloodline exactly. is is good, and I have to give it to Netflix. Um, you are, uh, like I said, you're a production manager here in Toronto. Uh, you love television. You work in television and film. So I want to know what are Gina Fowler's uh, recommendations? What else do you have on the uh, the list that I might not have on my list? Um, let's see. Um, what uh, there's a Netflix show called Rake. Called Lake or Rake? No, Rake. Okay, Rake. Rake and Rake. Uh, what's that about? It is it is an Australian series. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there are maybe three seasons of it before it ended. Um, it's an Australian series about a lawyer. Okay. And the and the lead actor who plays this lawyer is just a hot mess. Okay. He, he is he is hilarious. He is irreverent. He's he's like, he's just he's that he's just a scoundrel. But you love him. Okay. And, so it was, and the case is really interesting. Uh, it was it was a fun show, but uh, really all all about him though. He is just great fun to watch. Okay, so Rake. All right, I'll put that on yep. the list. What else do you Rake. have for us? Um, there's also another British show called Misfits. Okay, what's that about? It is it is probably the weirdest show I've ever seen. Uh, I love it. TV. I'm in. It's 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 like nothing I've ever seen before. It's about um. It's about these um, five juvenile delinquents who are doing community service, mm-hmm. and one day there is this big electrical storm. And after the electrical storm, a lot of people end up with powers. Okay. Superhuman powers, um, and then just total just craziness ensues. It's not it's not a normal sci-fi. It's just, it's different. It has it has huge it's huge comedy. It has a sci-fi aspect to it, but not like anything you've ever seen before. And it is just, it is just kind of crazy. Okay, I love it. I'm it's just kind of crazy. It, it's very twisted. It's a, the weirdest show I've ever seen on TV. Okay, weirdest show. You know what? That should be their that should be their motto. The weirdest yeah. show by Gina Fowler. <laughs> yeah. um, okay, what else do you have on the list? Um, what else have I seen lately? Um, well, I saw a great documentary a few nights ago called Video Games: The Movie. Ooh, and uh, obviously, what video games do they highlight? Um, it's it's really it's really the history of video games from the start, all the way from Pong, from Pong all oh, the way to where we're neat. going with virtual reality. It was really really well done. Okay. Really really well done, and it just brought back just a lot of really good memories. Um, I loved video games when I was a kid, uh, still do. Um, so that movie was just um, it was just just really really nicely done. And that's on Netflix? Yeah, it's on Netflix. Oh, good. Okay. And uh, give us one more documentary. Uh, Let's see. Um, Oh, Tim's Vermeer. Tim's Vermeer? Tim's Vermeer. Um, Vermeer the artist. Oh, okay. So this guy, Tim, who I said, it's been a while since I've seen it now, but he was, he's an art historian or something of that nature, mm-hmm. and he sets out to recreate this famous Vermeer painting. Oh, And neat. during the course of him trying to recreate this painting, he realizes that Vermeer um, would have used um, a very primitive form of a camera to make this painting. It's a really, really interesting documentary breaks down how, you know, how he, you know, the only way he could have done it is this. So he used technology way back then to make this painting. 
Okay, you gotta, but I know I'm going off track a little bit, but how did he, looking at a painting, uh, think that that painting was taken with a some form oh, of a camera? It, um, it, um, it's, it's, not, it's, not a, it's not a camera, it's not a camera as we know it today. Do you know what a camera obscura is? Of course I don't. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Um, a a ca- again, a camera obscura, I'm, not, I'm, I'm probably not going to be able to explain this properly. Mm-hmm. A camera obscura is a box. It, it's, a, it's a box with a pinhole in it, and you shine light through the pinhole, and it almost projects an image onto a wall. Okay, okay. So, so, that, so the, thing about, the thing about Vermeer and his paintings, that like people always comment on the quality of the light in the painting. Like, it really mm-hmm. looks like the painting is being lit by true sunlight. Okay. Um, so that was one of the mysteries in, you know, how, how, did, how was he able to create this? Okay. Um, so I'm probably, I mean, it's, it's, it's a hard documentary to explain. No, it's I'm fine. You've done a great job. It. I want to see it. I want to see yeah, it now. So we're not explaining it um, very well technically, um, but it was just a really, really fascinating documentary. It kind of reminds me a little bit of uh, the girl with the, what was it? The girl with the golden earring with uh, Scarlett Johansson. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I was more intrigued with how they actually made the paints back then. I'm like, mm. oh, enough with Scarlett Johansson. Get back to how they're making that yellow. How <laughs> right, cool yeah, is yeah, that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, a documentary on uh, on one of the most famous artists. I think that's, uh, I think that's amazing. Uh, Gina, I'm going to have you on the show again. Uh, what I would like to share with you, though, uh, from another TV expert, somebody in your uh, somebody in your field, Rosalie Carew, who uh, is working on X Company, and as you know, she's from across the pond, and they have shows over there that we haven't even heard of. I know. Um, I actually, I actually listened to that podcast the other day. So, didn't it make you want to check out all of those? Sh- had you heard of any of those before? Um, I had, I had not, um, I, the only ones I had not heard of were the ones that we've never seen here. The ones that, you know, aren't either on Netflix or on BBC Canada. Um, but, um, yeah, a lot of them sounded interesting. Uh, glue sounded really interesting. Glue Party um, Animals was another one. Yeah, that's, that was, that was about the, about the, like, like the, like the AIDS, like the, the young, the young politicians. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 yeah they sounded, yeah, t- totally interesting. Phenomenal. So there's just so mm. much good television to watch. And, I know, uh, too much. It's not enough time. Uh, not enough time. But not Bloodline, time. definitely, uh, I, I chatted with someone who saw it as well, and he raved about it. And, um, you know, I, I think it's definitely, definitely worth checking out. Gina Fowler, production manager here in Toronto. Uh, 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 you know, you work in television, you work in film. So I really appreciate you taking the time to chat with me. And I will hang in there with Bloodline. I like it. And I now that you say as well that it's the people from Damages that are behind this. Now I really want to see what's going to happen in the end. So folks, check it out. Gina, thanks so much for joining me. Thanks for having me.